So hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm here with uh, Arcadia Gray today. Hi. Hello. Hi, I'm waving, but you can't see. We're the Arcadia. Hello, hello. So I'm going to get right into the questions. Um, What inspired you guys to start the band? (laughs) Corey, do you want to take this or? Go ahead. Um, Well, I was graduating high school uh, and I was... And I had really liked Blink-182 at the time. Okay. And I saw Corey was also wearing a Blink-182 shirt. And I was like, this person seems kind of cool. I'm going to hang out with them. And then we started jamming after like four or five times of like not not, um, not being able to meet up. Yeah. We finally got to jam. And we were like, hey, this is pretty fun. We should keep doing this. Uh, but we couldn't find a drummer for about a year. And then I convinced Cooper to learn how to play drums. Okay. Very exciting. And here we are. Nice. Um, so I think you already answered this question. So it was your idea to form the band, Nathan? It was kind of my idea. No, it was 100% my idea. Everything has been greatly orchestrated by me uh, <laughs> in the background. Nate doesn't like to admit it, but I have complete control over the band. I'm pretty sure Corey has gaslit me and manipulated me into starting this band. <laughs> Nathan thinks it took a year to find me, but I was just biding my time waiting. Yeah, I had Cooper's phone number like written down in a notebook for like 10 years. Oh, it was part of the prophecy. <laughs> well, I had started like three bands prior, and they all failed. What was it? There was all I'm five. saying is I've started one band, and uh, it's gone pretty well. Hundred percent track View? record. What happened to Parkview? And uh, what's the other band? Anime Club. Hundred no, percent track. Formerly known as. <laughs> <laughs> Getting called out. Uh-oh. Um, thirty-three percent. I think Corey and I just kind of like like playing together and we were like yeah. well let's make a band i think that's kind of what happened all right very cool it's weird to think about <laughs> um so how did you guys all meet <laughs> uh to summarize we kind of just all went to high school together uh-huh. um uh nate and i just happened to have a lunch together so we started talking and we ended up in a similar friend group okay. and then i met cooper through Nate because they had been uh, they went to the same middle school and everything Um, and Cooper and I kind of just became friends through being in the band together Cooper and I had the same classes in high school two of the same classes so we just sat next to each other and then I slowly absorbed Cooper into this project Uh well Nate and I knew each other a while before that too Um, Um, we knew each other during middle school and when I was in Boy Scouts, I think we were in the same troop. Oh, cool. No, we weren't. You were in Troop 202, and I was in 120. Oh, I saw you somewhere, so... We were at Camporee, and you were, like, pretending to air drum. I don't know why I have such a good memory of this. You were pretending to air drum, and I was like, Whoa, Cooper, you're in Boy Scouts? And then It was part of the prophecy. It was part of the it prophecy. It was meant to be. I never saw you again because you dropped out of Boy Scouts. Yeah, that shit was dumb, dude. <laughs> I'm an Eagle Scout. <laughs> Shut up. Shit's not dumb. It was pretty dumb. <laughs> um, so what was your what's your writing process like? Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> we have two primary songwriters because it's usually Nate or I, uh-huh. and we write songs in drastically different ways. Yeah. Um, because 
Nate has a hard time getting like full songs finished. So they'll come to band practice with like really good ideas, mm-hmm. but it's like a minute 30 or like 30 seconds of a song. Okay. Yeah. And then I am really passionate about like having big structures, but they're usually not super great. So I'll make like three minute long demos or whatever and like be like, hey, can we use any of this? And the band will be like, yeah, we can use like these parts. And I'm like, cool. Cool. All right. Yeah, it'll be like, I'll spend like four, five hours or days like writing something and I'll be like, fuck it. I'll just take it to the band to unfinished. And it turns out pretty well every time. That's good. I think I've only finished two songs that we've released. I mean, before bringing them. Nice. It's effective. It does the job. It's working. Um, so, what is the first song that you guys wrote as a band? As a band, I think "She Won't Ditch" was the first like song that we wrote, and we after playing it, we were like, "Wow, okay, we want to like show this to people." I would say cool. "She Won't Ditch" and "Snowflake" were the first two. All right, cool, cool. Did you guys have any drums written for any of that stuff before I joined? Because I know you no. had some of those songs written before I was there, but. No. Um, the first song that Cooper and I wrote together was Monster. All right. Yeah. I yeah. Like that um, I and I enjoyed that. Yeah. Did that was write... fun. We wrote that um, F is for Floor Time together. That was the first song Corey and I wrote together. <laughs> An unreleased song that will never see the daylight. Oh, that's a shame. So, um, I don't even... <laughs> so the past couple of bands we've asked this question to, they say their band name means nothing, but does your band name have any meaning? Um, the meaning is found within. <laughs> I'd love to give it like some deep, like deep set lore thing, uh-huh. uh, but the story behind it's kind of entertaining. Okay. Um, so basically <laughs> I came up with it as a reference to, uh, Arcadia Bay from, the video game Life is Strange because oh. I really love that game. All right. Uh, Nate still hasn't played it. Uh, on, I haven't Nate. played it. Really like that game. I almost bought it for the Switch this week, <laughs> and then I was like, Nah, Abzu seems more fun. A lot of time trying to come up with a name. And, yeah, we were originally called uh, Parkview. Nate suggested probably like 80 or so names Uh which were all rejected uh and then (laughs) i was like okay well this has gone on too long so i made a list of five names and i think four of them got uh approved as like options and then we just chose arcadia gray we were parkview and we were about to release our first single and we were like wait there's like 10 parkviews let's not do this Uh so then i sent like 80 band names in the chat and everybody's like fuck that and Corey sent three i think it was it was arcadia gray like Victoria Heights and something anime club maybe and we all picked Arcadia <laughs> Gray. Oh yeah. And I was I was furious, but you know, it's a good name. So yeah, well, maybe I just originally came up with some better names, Nate. Ouch. I do want to throw out the most memorable of Nate's options of names uh, was high school porno. <laughs> it sounds cool. It doesn't sound cool, Nate. It sounds and like it a only age it, it only gets worse as we get older. Jesus Christ. High school okay. porno, more not not like a porno you make in high school, like a porno that's set in a high school. Like, oh, I have to explain it. It's not good. <laughs> Ouch. All right. I'm glad you guys didn't go with that. Yeah. I mean, the nicest yeah. way possible, Nate. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um. So, what bands have you been listening to lately? Lately. 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 Uh, 
listened to a lot of Charmer. Their new record slabs. All right. And then the new Front Bottom song that came out today, also. I a gotta bop. check that out. Yeah. Um, and then I think I've been jamming a retirement party a lot too. Yeah. Corey, what do you? We mean? all have really different music tastes. Um, there's this uh, instrumental uh, band, uh, Japanese band called Toe. Uh, which is really good, and I've been listening to a lot of, as well as uh, Trico, uh-huh. um, which are kind of from the same general scene. Uh-huh. Uh, and I've also just been listening to a lot of pop. Ooh, Corey and I have been really into uh, Commit This to Misery by Motion City Soundtrack. Motion Commit City This Soundtrack. to Memory is oh, a classic. Memory, that not is... Misery was. <laughs> a very good band. It's so good. Yeah. And then I've been listening to Floral Green, uh, that whole record from Title Fight. Yeah. Oh my god, so good. And Cooper, what have you been listening to? Oh, uh I I listen to like a lot of indie rock and stuff. Okay. So like Modest Mouse and Death Cab for Cutie and yeah. uh Carsey Headrest. But I I've also been listening to like Outcasts recently. Okay. Very cool. What do you listen to, Shane? Uh what have I been listening to? Um yeah. Well, the Black Dahlia murder um record that just came out today uh august burns red and then i've been listening to just an unhealthy amount of corn (laughs) so like it's bad how much i've been listening to them but it's all right as a band from indiana uh we are a passionate corn supporter good we are Uh, gotta be gotta be ariana grande sang in corn would that make it popcorn (laughs) (laughs) all right all right get that one out there yeah um so what are have you guys been working on any projects while you've been stuck uh at home in quarantine? Oh my God, yeah. Alright. Care to tell us about some of them or Nah. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> okay. No, uh, what, Corey, you've been doing what feels like hundreds of demos, but I think it's only what, like ten? Okay, dope. <laughs> yeah, hey, um Hey Corey. <laughs> Corey fell asleep. <laughs> Corey just died. Uh, well, I've been trying to write a lot, but I've run into, I don't know, with the whole uncertainty of the coronavirus, it's been pretty hard on my mental health. I get that. So, I mean, I've got good ideas, but it's been hard to like get past this block uh, that I've had. Right. Uh, but I know Corey's been really like Hello? pushing real hard. Corey? I don't know where Corey went. But... Corey? Hear me? Yes. Yes, Are I hear you um but yeah we got home from tour and that's kind of when quarantine started Mm -hmm. so i had all the like ideas from like music i had listened to for the first time on tour uh and i had no way to share them with anyone so we have demos for like the next three projects done that we just have to practice and record that's good taking advantage of being stuck at home yeah um write another song (laughs) yeah so um besides working on music have you guys been staying busy in quarantine um i have just been um playing a lot of video games Mm -hmm. watching a lot of anime and getting very high all right (laughs) what what anime have you been watching cooper uh full metal alchemist brotherhood (laughs) At least he's honest. It's a good show. Yeah. 
Honestly. I haven't seen it before, but I don't know. It's pretty good so far. Uh, yeah, I just spent some time. Uh, I've only done three interesting things, and that is jumping rope. Uh, I started growing succulents, uh, and I've just been playing a bunch of League of Legends. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm still going to school, uh -huh. um, so I've been doing a lot of online classes because uh, college sucks, and uh, they're making us do it through Zoom. And then whenever I'm not doing that, I'm just playing guitar, cleaning up the my parents' house. I guess I also do some yard work. That's kind of fun. Yeah. I go out into my yard and I cut things down. <laughs> it's really exciting. I go to film school, so a lot of the homework is just watching movies. Okay. I think Corey and I tried to watch some Cuban film the other day, and I, we couldn't make it through it. That's understandable. <laughs> it, um, was, it was weird. Yeah. So, uh, back to the music. Uh, what's your favorite part of making the music? Like, writing it, playing it? mixing it I think playing it in front of a live audience All right. is probably my favorite I'm guessing that's uh, Nate and Corey's favorite but I can't speak I, for them. I like doing that I think my favorite part of like making music is when we're in the writing process in the same room together and we've brought an idea and we're working on it and like we're playing through it and it just clicks and we're all like looking at it and we finish the song and we're all like holy shit that 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 fucking rock that was awesome that's like my favorite moment yeah like i like playing the show is like doing tour mm -hmm. I like writing but when we're just practicing and we get a new song done that's like the best part it's just being like wow that's that's fun yeah. yeah that's cool my personal favorite is just i guess shows in general oh. but i really enjoy uh, seeing people moving around to the music because I'm always a sucker for like high energy shows yeah. as a attendee. So yeah, being it. able to put one on is really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so what artists are your biggest inspirations when it comes to the band? Um, Corey, do you want to take the lead? Um, sure. Uh, <laughs> we kind of have a lot of different influences because we have been not like in the scene but we've kind of been listening as the whole like modern baseball kind of yeah. confessional emo yeah. rise so a lot of the bands in that circle have influenced us a lot uh we took a lot of inspiration from uh it's it's a weird call out but uh the people in darkle's previous project morning, morning effort. effort yes morning effort i guess when we when we started this project, like we didn't really know what direction we wanted to go in. So Corey and I would be like, "All right, name three bands that you would like to, you know, blend and sound like." So at, at one point it was like American Football, Remo Drive, and Mom Jeans, and at one point it was like Blink One Eighty Two and Weezer and, and Mobo. Yeah. It, it's evolved now. I think I don't know. We're we're kind of like obsessed with the the scene right now. So all the the small bands that we play with, uh, we it's really like Heart Attack Man. That's it. Heart attack, man. Our friends at Guitar Fight from Fully Cooley, we're stealing your sound. Um, oh. All that stuff. Yeah. We're not giving it back either. It's ours now. <laughs> yeah. Stole it, and I have zero intentions of giving it back. Um, so we've touched on live music, but what was your first concert? And do you think concerts as a whole, like attending them, has influenced the way that you guys present yourself live? Corey, what was your first? Was it Smash Mouth? Was that your first concert? 
I don't think so, but that was a good one. We went to a Smash Mouth concert in high school, um, which was truly a transcendent experience. I think it's probably the best show I've ever been to. Like, just from, like, because I'm not a Smash Mouth fan, but they were doing that free tour. They were doing, like, and they came to a town next to ours, Mm -hmm. and one of our friends had free tickets and was like, yo, you should come to this show. I don't like Smash Mouth. We went at 7. They didn't come out to like, 8.40 or 9. They were, like, 40 minutes late. Mm-hmm. Um, they came out drunk. They were flirting with everybody. Anytime they tried to, like, do a guitar solo or a bass, it would, like, cut out. And you could see them, like, v- like getting mad at each other on stage. Mm-hmm. This was also the show I got tinnitus at. Oh. Uh, yeah, but for first show experiences, I don't remember exactly my first show, but I think it was my third show. Uh, was Mom Jeans Oh So Oh So Tiny Moving Parts. And that's, yeah, that's where we met uh, one one of the first people we did a split with, uh, Oversight Gallery, um, as well as that's kind of just, that was the experience where I saw live acts, like, going really hard, and I was like, wow, it'd be so cool to, like, do that. Mm -hmm. I, I would say that's the show, that, and then the, I think it was Hot Mulligan, Boston Manor and Free Throw that we went to as a band. It's another and that show. like really solidified. I think was it Neck D- Knuckle Puck that was playing? Knuckle Puck was the headliner. Okay. Knuckle Puck Boston Manor. But we left after Free Throw cuz we didn't care. <laughs> but um my... that Cooper. Oh, I was just going to talk about my first show experience. My dad took me to the state fairgrounds one day and we saw kiss live i think it was like 110 degrees outside and humid so after we climbed up all of these steps to see kiss perform live of which i had not heard any of their discography except for their one song that's on guitar hero (laughs) uh i was like hey dad it's really hot can we get some water or something and he's like I don't want to climb those stairs again, so just deal with it. And that's, and then we just watched Kiss play live, and I'm like, "Huh, this is music." This is kind of cool. And that's my first show experience. So you just know, wanted like, water. That's yeah, I just wanted sustenance. <laughs> I wanted to be able to live. Yeah. And that's how. I'm gonna I be honest. That's the general show life. experience. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just wanting water. Yeah. Well. The- there was we went to the Hot Mulligan Boston Manor show. I remember we all went and we were like chilling in kind of the middle. Uh-huh. And Hot Mulligan comes out after I think Jetty Bones and he's like, "Are you guys ready to like mosh and stuff?" And all of a sudden they start playing and Cooper is just absorbed into the crowd. Uh-huh. Gone. Just you could not see him and he came back like covered in beer. <laughs> and and I, at one point during the free throw set, I felt like a hot panini being pressed up against like a bunch of people as they were like rushing the the stage. Yeah, I think that that show like really solidified what I liked about the DIY scene uh-huh. and what I didn't like about DIY. <laughs> All right, I get that. Um, so what are your top three songs to perform live? Hmm. Hmm. Cooper, do you want to go first? Uh, I'll say Skirt Cobain because mm-hmm. I think that one always gets people moving and grooving. Mm-hmm. I would say, I would say so. Skirt's up there. We have a new one that'll come out 
and we'll, we'll call it Gumball for now. That one I love playing live. And then Godzilla 98 sucks. Every time we play that song, third song in the set, fourth song, last song, I cannot breathe. I'm mm-hmm. sweating. I, I'm dead. Like, that song goes so hard every time. Yeah. No matter the crowd. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's cool. It's good to have a song like that. And, uh, Corey? Oh, um, mine are, um, Mosh Pit Girlfriend, just because that's my favorite song off Konami Code. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Skirt Cobain, because, like, it, if someone knows an Arcadia Grey song, they usually know Skirt Cobain. Mm-hmm. Um, so the crowd is usually having a good time. And then uh, She Won't Ditch, because it's our most emo song that's out right now, and I like emo shit. I do love playing She Won't Ditch. We've wor- reworked we've reworked that song like so many times now that it's it's awesome. It's so much fun to play live. But that's probably cool. my fourth favorite. Uh-huh. And that's cool. Um, so what is your dream venue to play in? Wembley. Okay. <laughs> is that across Didn't the board? <laughs> no. I'm just gonna let Cooper go first. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. I don't really have like a dream venue. I guess. Um... It'd be cool to play like the Mirror or something, just because that's where I've seen most other bands that I like. Mm-hmm. What's that one? There's that one venue in like New York that everybody plays. Madison at. Square Garden. No, not. Too <laughs> 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 big. Nathan like only smaller... shoots for the high road. <laughs> like... I know. I've joked about playing Wembley because I, it's like the biggest stadium to play at. Mm-hmm. But I don't. We'd never make it. We'd never make it that far. <laughs> Nathan, like... don't sell yourself so short. Yeah, well, there are at least two people over the over the seas that would that would that would come to that show. All I'm saying is just think about the prophecy. Exactly. <laughs> What's um, my um, I always have a weird philosophy about it. I just really like small DIY stuff. Like I've been a huge Joyce Manor fan and a huge P Daddy fan, mm-hmm. and I just I love bands that have a good time and have a high energy show, Ooh. but it's hard to have such a high energy show when you're playing like a really high cap venue mm-hmm. just because it it'll bring people not for for a bad reason but it'll bring people who aren't as diy focused so usually there's not as much moving around or there's not as many people familiar with the music mm-hmm. i get that so my dream venue would be like a hundred cap or like yeah. a 50 cap house venue because uh, that's just my favorite i love that stuff so much yeah i think like um, like uh just northern usa basements are the best <laughs> just I would... get me in wisconsin get me in chicago get me in michigan play basement mm-hmm. i get that's that. the best mm-hmm. um being being either. unrealistically real is there anything else to that statement red <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, so we do this thing where we get a question from the previous band that we interviewed and we ask it to the next band. So this one comes from a band from New Jersey called The Ones You Forgot. And uh, they want to know what your most embarrassing moment during a show was. Oh, I've got this. So it was <clears throat> when we were in Chicago, I think at the 105 for the first time. Um, and we were playing our last song 
we're uh was, she won't ditch and there's a drum roll near the end and it gets all like uh <laughs> like people just going wild to it and then i just i, I guess my hands just forgot how to drum roll and I, I, and so i was messing up it and uh, just like hitting the drum weird obviously doing it wrong and then i looked up and i just saw people stop dancing in the audience uh <laughs> I'm like, no, dude, no! I ruined it. I ruined everything. What's better is that um, my sister and aunt that live in Chicago were at that show. Mm -hmm. It was like the only show they've ever seen me at. <laughs> so that's my most embarrassing. I I just I just really messed it up, but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Okay, Cooper. We okay, so like right around when I was graduating high school, uh, we we had one of our last like house shows in Cooper's house, uh, <laughs> and I invited all like the people that I knew from high school there, and like all the cool kids that Cooper and Nate were friends with were there that I really wanted to impress, uh, and so we played a cover of The Killers When You Were Young. Uh -huh. Uh, and we got to the bridge, and I forgot the lyrics because we learned the cover like three days before. So I was like, well, I can't finish the song. We should just move on to the next one. And then we got in a mild argument on stage in front of like 25 people. <laughs> yeah, that was awkward. <laughs> I think I started singing the bridge just because I was tired of you people not doing it. <laughs> I didn't know what to Stuck play. in the middle of a song, so I'm like, all right. Because I know this, I will do it. I will start I think, singing. I think my most embarrassing moment was the Halloween show we played at the Healer the first time. And that was like, you know, we had a pretty decent uh, like fan base in Indiana. That was like when we were a little bit more local. Mm -hmm. So people knew our EP who came to that show. And I was like, we were playing Snowflake. And we, were, we started it off. And I went to go sing the first verse. And I didn't know the lyrics. I'd like totally skip my brain. Ouch. And then I think I started singing the second verse instead of the first verse. And then people like, you could see people were really confused and kind of upset in the crowd. Mm -hmm. So we like had to stop and I had to like think about it. I think we started the song over and played it again, but it was really embarrassing to just forget. No, oh, but then we got to the chorus <laughs> and oh. you forgot the chorus. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I forgot. Because I'll do this thing where I like go over to Corey and I know Corey doesn't know the lyrics. And I'll go to the Corey and I'll be like, Corey, what's the next line? <laughs> <If we're> doing... <laughs> Alright. So you guys have a history of just fucking forgetting the words. I to your own I... songs, the covers. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I always point. remember songs in order. So whenever I'm like not doing something in like muscle memory or something, or like if something stops and I end up like halfway through a song, mm -hmm. I have no clue what's going on because I only remember it from start to finish. I get that, yeah, <laughs> I get that. I think at this point our fans just expect us to like fuck up somewhere, <laughs> like we've at, lowered the standards at every show. Either Corey breaks a string or her pedal board breaks or my pedal board breaks or uh -huh. Cooper breaks a stick during a, a drum solo like so it's just I mean that's kind of everybody can understand that last one yeah yeah Shit and I hit the drums very hard yeah so it's like I don't know we fuck up a lot but people seem to enjoy it yeah. they're like wow you guys have a lot of personality in your music now we're just bad at playing <laughs>
I mean, it also just adds like a sense of uncertainty when you guys when you go to see you guys live. Like, oh, how badly are they gonna fuck up tonight? <laughs> <laughs> like, we always plan on giving people the same show, yeah. and we just never end up giving people the same show. And that. we're not we're not here to play the songs. We're here for an experience. We yeah, are right. here for an experience. I think yeah. there was that one time where like. Somebody came up to us before our set and said they had driven like four hours or three hours to see us. Mm-hmm. I could, I, I got really anxious because like, oh my god, we're definitely gonna fuck up. We haven't practiced in like two weeks, uh-huh. and we did. We fucked up real hard, and I hope they enjoyed the show. <laughs> but uh, it's if you if you drove to come see us more than an hour or two, please don't tell me until after. Okay. Uh, All right, I will fuck up. <laughs> All right, I I understand that. Um, so where do you see the band in the next five years? Wembley. Wembley. <laughs> I was going to say prison. Um, Square Garden. But uh, both Cooper and I uh, have kind of been like, have e- stepped back from college for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we're, we've peer pressured Nate into doing the same. Uh, so yeah. I've got one more year left, but I guess I can postpone that. Katie Gray is kind of just gonna like the plan was to just tour as much as possible, but the whole like virus thing happened, so it's kind of on hold. But as soon as that's over, we're kind of just gonna be touring and Uh like with as much time as we possibly can. That's cool. Hopefully, in five years, you know, we'll have a a nice fan base and a decent, uh, you know, a decent touring schedule and lineup that's the goal i, I don't want to be too hopeful but hopefully we're a, a large uh semi-popular band yeah. that uh people who are like us when we started uh, can look up to mm-hmm. um that's I at think least what i'd like around then i'll be um finalizing the preparations for the prophecy to be fulfilled <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i we need to ascend at one point we do need to ascend but and if you know. Anybody who is listening uh, wants to know how to make money fast in three easy steps. Just let us know, and we'll send you the PDF we made. <laughs> trying to send me that PDF? I'm trying, I want to see. Would it. you? Would you yeah, like that yeah. PDF? I would love yeah. that PDF, actually. <laughs> cool. We can send that to you. Awesome. Um, so, what are your music pet peeves? If you have any, I think I personally think it's a weird question. I didn't write this one. I just I was just told to ask it. So what do you like pet peeves by like when we're listening to music stuff? That listening to music, going to shows, seeing things, writing music. A <laughs> big pet peeve for me would be uh, people who crowd surf from the back. Okay, yeah. Uh, that's really annoying. Okay. It's okay if you get up on stage and you jump and crowd surf from the front, but I don't want to be kicked in the head and then forced to like carry you to the front of the stage. I'm trying to enjoy the experience. I get that, yeah. I'm, I wouldn't stop anyone from doing it, uh, but I'm personally never putting it in a song again. A, any section that's a nah-nah section, where you just say nah-nah-nah over and over again, okay. yeah. uh, it's fun when you're writing the song, but anytime you perform it, it is mind numbing. It <laughs> is a little mind numbing. I don't know how Blink One Eighty Two did it for like twenty years. <laughs> just, their minds are already yeah. numb. How they don't they, have I mean, a mind. They don't make music. Yeah, they've just they're one mind. You know? Yeah, one mediocre mind. Yeah, pretty much. Um, another pet peeve of mine is when 
and this is like really nitpicking is when a band performs um and is uh is doing um and they sing the vocal melody different than how it's recorded it's yes. not like the biggest deal but it can be a little annoying yeah i agree i feel like i'm being called out um no Corey, you're you're totally fine <laughs> no, I think you're calling Corey out right now. I call out. Um, yeah, Corey. Um, this is not get... the first time you've made this complaint. I mean, more towards like, uh, what's a band that does a lot? Hippocampus? I don't think naming names is the move. Okay, whatever. <laughs> anything from you, Cooper? Um, I can't really think of anything specific in music that's a pet peeve. Okay. I guess like. Just hearing about people who don't take problematic artists seriously enough in in the sense that they just kind of brush that kind of stuff off. Brush it off, or the band doesn't do something fast enough, or the artist, or the like, the artist in question that got kicked out of the band acts like an asshole afterwards. Yeah. Because that happened yeah. not too recently with, um, I don't mean to call out bands, but Happy. I don't know if you guys have heard of them. No, I but haven't. they just kicked out their drummer and then their drummer acted like a complete asshole about the entire situation on social media Whoa. so uh. um i spent my fair share of time bullying them oh, um boy. so moving completely away from music uh and going to death row um if you were on death row what were your what would your last meal be and why oh my god <laughs> if there's one food that has defined me it is pizza so okay. that would be it would be a papa john's cheese pizza with garlic sauce that's the saddest death row meal it is I the happiest death row meal. why papa john's why not like a good pizza shut like... the fuck up <laughs> just <laughs> shut up just, i'm not here to be touched i was asked a question i answered truthfully so i did I'll mock your cooper. ass <laughs> I'll fucking fight mock- you. <laughs> Can't do that right now. You got to socially mock- distance. Ellis, send him a fist in the mail. Yeah. Um, I'll I, I did mock Cooper. However, I'll uh, my choice would probably be Chef Boyardee ravioli with some uh, oh Boston God. Market uh, macaroni and cheese. That is because not- those are just my two biggest comfort foods. That is I'm not the first time I've gotten right that. Now. That answer, the Chef Boyardee, that is not the first time that... I've gotten so it, it, so it hits different. It hits different, yeah. I think, first off, if we had the right uh, president, there wouldn't be death row. I'm just yeah. saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I, would say, I lived overseas for a while, and there was this one place that I really liked, uh, and it had, like, the best fried chicken in the world. What was it called? Uh, I did not know the name because it was literally a hole in the wall. It was like in an alley. <laughs> it was a one window. They were only open at specific hours. Are you sure you mocked, it was actually you... chicken? <laughs> yeah, you mocked Cooper's uh, <laughs> Cooper's Papa John's, but you're just getting chicken out of a hole in the wall. <laughs> they were <laughs> they were on Japanese television. Okay, they 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 were interviewed by several news Tokyo news stations. All right, so we got Papa John's pizza. Chef Boyardee and chicken from a hole in a wall. All right. Yeah, it was, it's the best. It was a fried chicken bento box, and it was like the best fried chicken I've ever had. 
I, and, I would. It's called karage or some. I don't know. It's been a while since, but yeah, that's I, what I would have. I respect it. Um, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, what would it be? Adventure Time. Okay. Probably the land of Ooh would be pretty fun. Okay. Be pretty dangerous though. Yeah, but like, you could be. I don't know. I could find some cool friends. That or this would be really depressing and we're almost living in it. Maybe the Blade Runner universe. Okay. Do you really think you'd survive oh, in the Blade Runner universe for a week? I don't know. It might be fun. Yeah, worth, <laughs> a, worth a shot. <laughs> uh, my live. fictional universe. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm going to shut up. Just go. Stop bullying Cooper. To talk. Stop bullying him. Oh, sorry, Cooper. I'm getting feisty. <laughs> All right. I live in uh, either A, uh, the land of robots from the movie Robots. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be dope. Okay. Um, just in, 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 I just like Garfield, so it's just regular life except Garfield's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Ratchet & Clank universe would be dope to live in, too. Yeah. <laughs> Would... Again, very interesting, but also extremely unsafe. Why is it's it wor- unsafe? It's worth a shot. You're only there for a week, so like. But I'm not that. I'm not very fit, and I'm not very bright, so I'd just die in like a day. You can't platform your way across the universe. L. You can barely walk. <laughs> Cooper, where would you live? Yeah. I think oh, you... I would live in the first Jurassic Park movie universe, but I wouldn't be on the Jurassic Park <laughs> island. You just want to live in the 90s. You just like knowing that Jurassic Park happened. Yeah, I just enjoy having that as like a real piece of history. Yeah. Well, so just, I, either wonder, that or like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and I'll steal their time machine. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, the Alien Universe also pretty cool, but like not on the ship, just like on a on a colonizer planet. Yeah, just like living, knowing that it's out but there. Te- yeah, but technically that would also be in the Blade Runner universe, because that alien is canon in the in the Blade Runner universe. Is for that you, so? For you nerds out there, yeah. All right, dropping knowledge now too. Um, and the final question, the most important one: uh, What's your favorite color? Purple. Okay. Blue. Um. So, in third grade, it was blue, but I bet someone five bucks that they couldn't guess my favorite color, and they guessed blue, so I changed it to red. Okay. (laughs) I also love the concept that Cooper's favorite color and Nate's favorite color combined to make my favorite color. Yeah, Yeah. that's cool. Uh, It's just... just... It's like it was meant to be. The prophecy's coming all together now. Understandable. Yeah. Please ascend. Ascend, 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 ascend. All right. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> thank you for sitting down with me. Um, I was actually standing. I've up. been standing. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Well, thank you for standing up with me. Uh, I'm it, sitting now. I'm actually crisscross applesauce. Uh, while also planking. 
Thank I, you for your time. Yeah, I appreciate Thank you guys you. coming on, talking. This is, uh, wait, it, what's your favorite color? Oh, my favorite color? Well, I'm in all black right now. So oh. I'd say black. Yeah, I'm, okay, I'm edgy. Ooh. Edgy. <laughs> edgy lord. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate you guys coming on, talking. This is a lot of fun. Um, so this is Arcadia Gray. And, Hi. Uh, yeah. I'm waving, but you can't see it. Yeah, all right. And, and that's all. Adios.